Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello everyone and welcome along to your latest edition of the TII podcast. My name is Craig Dennett and I'm your host this evening stepping in for Kyle McLean who is away to a gig. Uh, I have absolutely no idea who he's away to see. You can all feel free to speculate in the comments. I, I did this previously and got really harshly judged so let's see who you think Kyle's away to see. In the meantime, I'm joined by our Northern Irish contingent on the podcast, it, it seems. Uh, first up, Jock. How are you doing, Jock? Not too bad, Craig. Good to be here. Great to have you. And we're joined by Ben as well. How are you doing, Ben? Yes, all good, mate. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to this. Excellent. Well, we've got a European group stage match to look forward to as Rangers get set to take on Real Betis at Ibrox in the first of our Europa League group stage matches. Um Obviously, we were unceremoniously dumped out of the, the Champions League uh, qualifiers by PSV. So we're hoping for a much better um, a much better outcome from this one. A lot of people have said that the Europa League is where Rangers can compete. The Europa League is where people expect Rangers to compete. Well, the proof will be in the pudding as we take on Real Betis tomorrow night at Ibrox. Um, before we get on to that, though, the, I think it's safe to say that the international break, which thankfully is is long gone, but the international break was um, testing for Rangers fans is probably the best way to describe it. Rangers returned, beat St Johnston 2-0 away on Saturday lunchtime. Jock, just starting to you, I think the performance against St Johnston was fine. It's kind of the most recent indicator we have as we go into this Real Betis game. I don't think it was quite the boost in confidence that we're looking for, though, as we, as we, as we start to ramp up. Um, I guess the against the different, a totally different quality of opposition as well. What what's your confidence levels as we head into head into the game? Confidence levels. Um, I think I think we're uh, we're obviously up against a really good team. Um, did a wee bit of research on them. They what they took sixteen from eighteen points in the Europa League group last last year. So 
the no mugs. Um, the, I say the, the match against St Johnston. Like we all hoped they come out and steamroll them five six seven nil. Wasn't the case. You know what they say. Fine, I think's adequate. Um, you know we got the three points. The three points was the the, the main crux really of that. And if a performance came with it, happy days. But again, it's another victory. It's, I feel like we're sort of starting from scratch again after the two back-to-back defeats. So to start off with a victory, it is good to come back after the after the break and let's say the long two-week stew that we all had. Um, so I'd rather obviously go into this game with a win behind us, which we have done. We're at home. So I think this will be a sort of a big test for some of the new guys that have come in. Definitely do. Yeah, Ben, that's a nice and positive start from from Jock there in terms of looking forward to the game. Are you the same as him in terms of on, um, I guess, the, the the international break provided a good stop, etc., and reset, and now we're, we're pushing forward and we're, we're on the front foot, and definitely that seems to be how Michael Bill wants us to be tomorrow night as well. But in terms of confidence in the team, confidence in performances, is, is it starting to arrive on the up, I guess? Uh, well, on the back of a of a win, um, you know we're feeling positive. But um, it's a win that that had to happen against against bottom of the league team. Um, performance was lethargic, I would say, um, but controlled at the same time. I don't feel like we're ever in danger of of, of not taking the three points. Um, although when when it's one 0 later on, I suppose you know there always there always is that slight chance, um, but. You know, the only way is up, as they say. Um, and, and, and you know, we they say you're only as good as your last game and hopefully we can build upon that. Clean sheet's good after, you know, taking taking a thrashing in Europe and then losing the losing the next game as well. Um, you know, I, I I wouldn't say I'm feeling positive, um, but I'm more positive than I was at the end of that uh, old firm game. So Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a fair assessment. Of where we are, Michael Beale had his uh, pre-match press conference earlier on today. Kyle was uh, in attendance for his earlier on, and you can you can listen to all the all, all everything Michael Beale had to say on the TII Twitter channel. So if you want to to watch the full press conference, please head over there. Going to pull out some of the the key points and have a bit of a discussion uh, with each of you around them. I think the main one, there's, there's only one place to start, Jock, and that's um, the confirmation that, that Raskin is going to be out at least until the next international break with a calf problem. That was a, it was first rumoured earlier on this morning when the media went to watch the um, training session at the Rangers training centre, and then it was the very first question Michael Beale was asked in the press conference. I think, for me, that's a disappointment to hear. But I'm also aware that Nico Raskin hasn't been performing particularly well so far this season in my eyes anyway. So I assume you, you'd agree it is a disappointment to have him missing, especially for this game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why he's at the club, isn't it? That's why we brought him in. It's these kind of games. Um, it's the same with Campbell. You're missing Campbell. It's not a big, it's not a big miss for us. Um, you touching on there that he's obviously he's not sort of, had the sort of good form he was had sort of towards the end of last season. We're not really seeing the sort of best of him recently, so this is an opportunity now for like Frentes to, to to sort of make that possession his own up until the international break and after. Um, I'm really expecting big things from him tomorrow. Yeah, Ben Raskin hasn't been 
in the best form. Just how big a blow do you think it is that he is uh, missing for tomorrow night's game, obviously, but missing for the, the coming weeks as well and what's such an important time for the club to get a run of wins? Yeah, no, I agree with you that he hasn't been on his best. Um, but I would say, I mean, who really has? Um, and and him not at his best is better than some of the other ones not at their best, if 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 I'm honest. So I think it's a big blow. I do. I think I think that he really makes a difference to the team. Um, and I think that you know we're trying to, as you say, get a run of run of wins. Um, and we're losing two in Cantwell and him. We've lost two really influential players. Um, I mean, if you think of the impact that they both made when they came in in January. To, to have them not in our team, you know, going into a European campaign is it, it, disappointing. Um, but it is an opportunity for other other players to step up or 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 to you know, um, you know, almost re re grasp another chance um, that that maybe wouldn't have come otherwise. Um, so yes, it is a big blow. But you know that this is why you have a squad. Um, there was a stage of, that, that I felt in the summer, like with all these midfielders and. Now, now we're at basically there's. I mean, the midfield kind of picks itself now, and it, and it's certainly not the midfield that I would have. If you'd have told me that, well, I I feel like it's probably going to be Lundstrom, Jack, and Sufuentes, and you know, if you'd have said to me that two of our midfield three going into our first group stage, whether that was Champions League or whether that was Europa League, was going to be Jack and Lundstrom, I would have said, where has this summer rebuild gone? Um, but it's it's where we are, and and you know, we they they are players that although have disappointed, they have done it for us and they have done it for us in Europe. So, you know, fingers crossed they can do that again. Yeah, Ben, you mentioned Sifuentes there and Jock mentioned Sifuentes as well. I'll bring in a couple of the comments um, in terms of what, what people are saying. Scott Hammond says, Sifu has to step up now. No time for prolonged settling in period. Hope Lawrence is up to it after being out for so long. Ali Quinn uh, is not the only one who says that he's got a wee feeling Bailey Rice will replace Raskin. He's He's definitely good enough, offers more, a better passer of the ball, more forward thinking. And he's backed up by uh, Gary Gray. Uh, I think this could be an opportunity with Bailey Rice in the league. Both composed whenever he's played, however Betis could be a step too far. I agree with you. Uh, we'll come on to Sequentes in a little bit to talk about him. But Ben, just in terms of Bailey Rice, Michael Beale said as part of his press conference that he felt the uh, this might be a chance for some of the the academy players to come in on, in the in the next few weeks and, and and play their part, you'd have to assume that Bailey Rice will be uh, one of the names in the mix. Yeah, I mean he, he actually name checked him and uh, Lovelace, so you know they're 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 at the front of the queue, and Bailey Bailey Rice is the most obvious to come in, especially with injuries in the midfield position. Although I would be very much surprised if it's on the European stage. I think domestically makes a lot more sense um, in terms of protecting the likes of Jack, who's probably going to play a little bit more at this than, than we would have expected at the minute. Um, so protecting his legs, maybe with a few to the Livingston game um, or even at the weekend. Uh, don't I don't anticipate him starting a game at this this minute in time. But you know, he showed that he's more than capable of coming on last twenty if if, if you're in a good position in the game. Um, so it's exciting, you know. At the end of the day, he's, he's committed his his future to Rangers at the, for now, um, and we have to be showing these players that there is a pathway. We have to be showing them that, you know, you've signed a contract, but you're you're going to feature, um, and, and and to encourage them for for you know every time he has we have seen him, be it in friendlies or or in the limited uh, competitive games, he 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 stood out. He, he showed that he looks he looks ready. Uh, but I think there's a big, big difference between playing Europa League against a, you know, a La Liga team to maybe playing Livingston um, or the likes. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. Some more comments coming in around the midfield side of things. Jock, uh, Ali Quinn kind of backs up his comments, says you're either good enough or you're not. Bailey Rice showed against Newcastle how he can handle uh, no sweat. Uh, very own Scott Cameron saying Bailey Rice domestically will come into the squad, probably start next midweek versus Livingston. Ross, on the other hand, says uh, too early for Bailey Rice to play versus Betis. Let's break him in domestically first. Are you surprised by how much um, discussion there's been about Bailey Rice's um, potential inclusion in the squad, especially when we've got a player like Cifuentes, who I guess was described by Michael Beal as being a as being a real game changer for Rangers? Yeah, Cifuentes was was named as the player that could take us to the next level by Beal himself. Um, in terms of Bailey Rice, not surprised. Agree with the comments there. Definitely think European level is probably too early. You don't want to throw him and chuck him in in the deep end like that. Um, you know, we've seen that with with like King last year whenever he had to come on uh, in the championship game against Liverpool. Deep, deep learning curve there. Um, so in terms of uh, in terms of really right, I think I think domestically, yeah, by all means, definitely keep him in there. Um, because like you say, you need to get the pathway going. Um, not surprised at all. <laughs> and the camera the back, you definitely had Yeah, it'll be interesting. I've, I'm with you guys in terms of Sequentes, and we'll come on a bit later to some of the comments Michael Beale had about him. Um, the next kind of point I wanted to pick up on from Michael Beale's um, press conference says, we have numbers available in attacking players, and we will be expecting them to show their quality and the team jock sticking with you how does that comment sit with you um looking at this game tomorrow night he's obviously calling out the attacking players he's done it beforehand in terms of they now need to contribute more than the, than they have um injuries have started to play their part again this season already sadly um where do you stand in terms of attacking players needing to step up and who do you think he's he's talking to talking about and talking to uh, probably the whole lot of them, to be honest, the full front line, because they're not, we're not scoring the goals, we create the chances, we're not taking the, we're not taking them. Um, so uh, there's big expectation when these these guys come in, Lammers, Dessers, you know, Danilo, when all these guys come in, we're expecting them to score goals. You know, we all thought that they would score goals for fun in this league, going by what we've seen in their the domestic leagues they came from before, um, particularly European level as well. Um, I think the sort of question mark was sort of over Lammers because he's not really, he was playing in maybe a team that wasn't really an attacking front. So we thought we'd maybe get the best out of him, but we're still yet to see that. But tomorrow is the ideal stage. You know what I mean? This is Europa League, Ibrox, first game of the group. You're playing the hot favourites to go through. Now is the time to go and, 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 you know, put your mark on the team. Especially guys like Roof. Roof, we need to see more goals on from um, and can start in consecutive games. So I think he sort of maybe dug out the entire front line, really. Ben, would you agree with Jock's assessment there in terms of he's dug out the entire front line? Everyone needs to contribute more. No one's scoring enough goals. It's time to step up. Yeah, um, I mean it's hard to argue with that at all. I think he's. I think Dessers. He's, he's particularly. Um, you know, pointing that a little bit. Um, I feel like, especially with Danilo being out, they were the two out-and-out number nine signings as such. Um, and, you know, it's time for one to step up when the other one's not there. 
Um, so, so I think I think it's obvious there. But but there's no doubt that you know Lammers hasn't hasn't done enough. Um, I was so encouraged by him in preseason, um, and since since the season started, um, he's gone missing. To be honest with you, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, I think he, he he is he is talking to everyone. Maybe Ruth would be the only exception, um, given that. A couple of chances he's had. I know they haven't counted, obviously, but he ha- he still has that instinct of putting the ball in the net. And we know that Kimar Roof will put the ball in the net more times than not if he's given a decent chance. Um, but the other ones we don't know about, so they, they they're the ones who have to prove themselves. The only way Roof to me has to prove himself is obviously fitness wise. Yeah, and hopefully um, he won't have a goal ruled out by VAR for a third game in a row. Um, yeah, I think I think it'll be really interesting, and we'll come on to talk about the um, start lineup in terms of who who we think will play in that in that front three. If indeed that we will um, play in a front three, um, but let's go back to Sedwentes. Um, I guess he is probably the most obvious person to slot in. I think he really struggled in the game against PSV. Actually, in both games against PSV, he looked completely off the pace. He looked completely. Um, like he, he he couldn't get back in position in time to help James Tavernier. He um he was slow on the ball. He was he was pondering on the ball quite a lot. Um and he just I think he just struggled all around in those games. Michael Beale said, uh, has had good chances in several games, but it's been unfortunate at times. Uh, all the new players have been here long enough now, and they are ready to go. Um, Jock, first of all, are you are you happy with Sifuentes taking up that role? And secondly, do you like what you've seen from him so far, or do you think we've we've still to see what he can really offer us? I definitely think we're still to see what he can offer us. Um, I think he's probably going to be more suited to the domestic to the domestic football. I think I think Bill was talking about it uh, this morning that the pace of the European game is a lot quicker, and he he's probably just not. Like you say, he was struggling to get back. He was out of position. Um, he wasn't really... He didn't really seem to contribute much, bar that one cross that Bill again, picked out at the press conference this morning, the one cross that he put across the box for Danilo, and obviously he missed it. Um, so, I, see, he's been in the team, then he's been out the team. He's not had a consistent run yet. So I think we need to sort of see that from him. And whether that be being maybe three or four games on the bounce if he can, because he's fit enough. He's just played international games there. I think he's played against Argentina, I think. So he's definitely got the fitness about him. I just think he needs a settled run of games in the team and maybe he needs to stop tinkering with that and give him an opportunity. And when Cifuentes has played for us, he's, he's tended to either sit on in that sort of defensive role that covers either shifts out to the right or shifts out to the left. He's not really been in that central role. As such as yet, where do you think his best position is in, in, in that midfield three, and, and how can we get the most out of him? I guess we saw beforehand that he was scoring worldies of goals for LAFC for the three or four runs that we were tracking him, and we've not seen anything like that from him as yet. How do we get the best out of Sifuentes? Do you think? I think, I mean, I don't honestly don't know a massive amount. Um, on him, other than what, other than the basics, watching before he signed it and what I've seen so far. But from what I have seen, it, it, it seems to me that by giving him a little bit more flexibility and freedom rather than the, the rigidity, um, and and you know, and the, and the structure. Obviously, when you're in a midfield three, you know, especially if it's Jack and Lundstrom, they should be able to sit that little bit more and allow him to be more of a ball carrier, um, and and to be able to try and again, if you you know, he, he can shoot. We've seen that, but also. 
um, to be to be trying to pick, you know pick passes um, r- rather than just being being you know stuck more sitting and also being being out to the side. I feel like he, he can be more influential. Um, you know, if he's if he's given the license to kind of to play a bit more, um, because it seemed like he was that he was that ball carrier, he was a playmaker, um, and and obviously is a different level of what, where he was playing before, um, but but I think we we sometimes have a habit of signing players and trying to make them do you know we sign them because we've seen them doing certain things. But we try to make them do something completely different. I think John Lundstrom is is, is an example of that um, throughout his Rangers career. So I feel like allowing him to play his game and show what he can do best is important. I sort of I I I'm confident with him coming in. I, I agree with you. I think he was I think he was very poor against PSV, and I think the the pace of the game completely. Uh, shocked him but I feel like to be honest with you he was a little bit hung out to dry by the manager in terms of like we could all see that and and, and he played the 90 of both games if, if I remember correctly and you know it should have been it should have been changed because it just it wasn't working um and, and you know so so for me that 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 was that was poor but I, f- I feel like in, in in some games like I think it, it was Livingston I think he had a good game and it was influential um what I would have liked is I understand why he was we why he was dropped for the old firm given that his performance at PSV wasn't good at all. But I feel now he's kind of coming in cold and hasn't had enough exposure to the team to be now coming in as such an important game um from the start and, and to be replacing somebody as influential as Raskin. Um so I would have loved him, you know, even if it was twenty minutes the other day, um, but to, to have got a bit more time and a bit more play, um, and especially given the fact that I do understand that he was only back from international duty, but given the fact that, you know, we had talked about um, there was two weeks working for the players that weren't away, given the fact that he was away, I would have liked him to have got a little bit more time playing, um, but we are where we are. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jock, Ben mentioned there about John Wundstrom um, potentially playing out, playing out of his normal position or where, where he would expect to play in games. He seems to be the common, common choice that people expect to come in. And it seems to be a, a Wundstrom, Jack Fuentes midfield three to be expected normally i would um shiver at the at the, at the thought of john winstrom be uh, being named in the, in the start liners probably a bit harsh but um it wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be my favorite thing to see it does seem though that these european games where we're potentially um going to be up against some some high quality players will be under some pressure at some points will um potentially need to to turn over possession quickly, um, defend properly, and and then hitting the counter attack. Those 
we saw in the Europa League run a couple of seasons ago that, that those were the games he thrived in. Are you expecting yeah. the same tomorrow night? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, being honest. Um, when I see, when you see it written down there, Jack and Lundstrom together, all I'm seeing is safe sideward passing and nothing probing, nothing going forward. Um, I think that season that, that Lundstrom did sort of thrive in the, the Europa League, different people around him and the team was, you know, the cybers passing work because you were going down the flanks and that's where our focus was. That we're not seeing this season. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what... Uh, I'm hoping, as, as Ben says, that maybe Cifuentes is the man then to play in, in the middle of that front two to let them two sit and let Cifuentes bomb forward with the ball and be the carrier. Because that's because Raskin's that forward passing player that can look up and see... You know, a 20, 30 yard pass that splits lines and, and goes over the top and gets somebody off, you know, off and running. Maybe I'm just being too negative on heart and too harsh on Jack and Lundstrom as a pairing together. Um, I don't know. I, I, for me, I'm not a fan. I hope Lawrence is in that midfield somewhere. Yeah, I've in my head I've got uh, Tom Lawrence in it as part of the front three, but we'll, we can discuss that um, a bit shortly because the next point I wanted to move on to from Michael Beale's press conference, he said it's important that we play with energy and quality. Betis are a good side, so it'll be a good challenge. I would go as far to say, Ben, that energy and quality are two things we've been severely lacking um, since the start of this season. Uh, Michael, there, there are two, um, two words Michael Beale has has mentioned numerous times in, in press conferences now in terms of that's what he's looking for. Why don't you think we are, if, he, if he's mentioned it that often, he must be speaking to the players about it. He must be um, talking to the players about this is what he wants and we, we want to see that from the get-go. Why Why do you not think we've seen that so far um, and do you really expect it to change tomorrow night against Betis? It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one to answer as as to why. I mean, I I feel with with Michael Beale that the talk is cheap. If I'm honest, you know, we heard about this handbrake off and and you know taking the game and and where is it? Where's it been? Um, so uh, you you would like to think if he's saying this continually that it is what he's what he's saying to the players and what is he expecting. But then 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 there's. You know, if that is the case, the questions are even greater to be asked because then the players are not are not playing for the manager, are not doing what the manager wants. If that is the case, and and if it if it isn't the case, then why is he saying you know in public and 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 then send a team out that doesn't remotely look like that? Um, I, I would like to hope. Again, I watched the press conference today. I would like to hope that that, that we're able to take a game. Um, to them, and I think that's 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 us at our best. I think if we are going to set off and we are going to be lethargic, we're going to be slow. I think a team like Betis has enough quality to pick you off, um, and, and and I think we'll struggle. So I think you know if you look at that, you know I don't like to always harp back to it, but the Europa League run, the reason we got to Seville was was fast starts at Ibrox. Um, was early goals was was a high tempo. Obviously, the atmosphere played a big part in it, but but you know. Teams couldn't live with, but you know, I, I would, I'll be honest and say, better team. We beat better teams than us that that, that we shouldn't have beaten. Uh, I don't think anyone disagree really. And you know, it, it was the fact that they couldn't deal with 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 our pace, with our approach, with our tempo. Um, you know, so it is the way to go. It's 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 proven. But you know, I, 
I'm skeptical as to, as to whether we will see it because we're, I've heard it all before. And we all have. Yeah, there's a couple of comments. Ali Quinn says uh, it's so important we get an early goal tomorrow night. Um, they could collapse under the lights. Um, given that they've just played in, in New Camp, I'm not sure just the lights will intimidate them. Um, Darren Nock says Michael Beale's sound bites can be annoying because he contradicts himself. And I see Ben nodding there, Jock. Do you do you agree with that? How do you feel about the fact that the words um, sort of energy and quality are repeatedly mentioned, but then we don't see them um, replicated on the pitch as such? And is that something that that you expect to see tomorrow? It's obviously what we all want to see, but is it something you expect to see? Yeah, I don't expect. I under Beal, we sort of the first sort of maybe 15, 20 minutes, we start off well, and then. If we don't score, or if if you know things don't seem to be going our way, we sort of sit back, and in that half an hour to forty minute period, then we're sort of we're, we're mulling over things, and we're not really trying anything different. We're doing the same thing over and over again. It's rinse and repeat, and it's been like that since he came in the door. Um, I haven't seen anything change really in that regard. And then it's usually a second half rocket gets the team going. This season, yes, we've scored, we've started scoring goals in the first half, which has helped. Uh, particularly domestic, domestically, um, but you're talking these little buzzwords, energy. The other one he kept harping on about was chaos. We want to create chaos. The only players that we had that were creating chaos were Kent and Sakala, and we've let them go. And um, we're not the players we have in now aren't creating chaos. They aren't creating havoc. It's, it's lethargic. I think we we're too slow. We're too slow in the transition, and that uh, we're seeing that over and over again. A team like Bess, if you don't start, if you don't hit them early about a couple of goals or even put them under pressure, especially now that they've got a long injury list and, and the um, goalkeeper's not going to be up to much from what we hear. I know it's Keelan Avas. Keelan uh, it's Claudio Bravo. Claudio Bravo, right. Um, he's not played much, so that's, that's who we should be targeting. We should be going after him from, from the get-go. But whether we do that's a totally different story. Yeah, Ben, the, as Jock said there, it seems to have been a bit of a, a theme pretty much this season that we go fast for the first five, ten minutes, a uh, push, and then we just seem to drop off for effectively the rest of the first half, if not the, the, the largest portion of it. Why do, you, why do you think that is? Is that a risky tactic when you go into a European game against a... A quality side, um, Real Betis qualified through their weak position in La Liga last year, and it's they're they're, no, they're absolutely no mugs. I don't think there are any mugs in the Europa League at this stage. Given the when you look through the names that are in there, you've got the likes of Ajax and Liverpool who we faced in Europe in the Champions League group stage last year, who are now joining us in the Europa League group stage. Is that? Is that a good enough tactic? We obviously, as well, um, it was mentioned the fact that we, when we did make it to Seville in the Europa League final, we blew teams away in those first five, ten minutes. So when it works, it works. But when it doesn't work, it's a real concern, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's 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 no doubt about that. I mean, prime example being how we started that old firm. I mean, I don't want to bring up, bring up that again all the time, but how we started that with the offside goal, um, they couldn't live with us at the start. And, and and I was like, this is it. This is how we should be playing. This is how we should go. But it disappeared. And then then as as that disappears, 
the opposition growing confidence, and then we and then we saw what happened. So you know we, we we need to be we need to be trying to take it. There's no doubt there are no mugs is absolutely right. I mean the 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 they were undefeated winning their group last year. Uh, Roma were second, who ended up reaching the final. Um, they've reached the last sixteen for for the last two years as well. Um, East goes East goes a cracking player. You know there's some really good players. So the more that you're going to let them settle, it, it, you know it, it it makes me think of the time. Uh, Actually, the Seville year when when Leon came and we let Leon we sat off them and we let them settle and they passed us off the park and they, they, they deservedly beat us at Ibrox and you know that that was that was due to the fact that we we allowed them you know to 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 run the game to to use their their passing um and you know they have they you know they had technically better players um and I feel like. Probably, probably squad for squad. I mean, a La Liga team is is is, is more than likely going to be a better squad than, than ours. Um, so so we need to we need to be trying to you know go at them and from the start. But but if 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 it doesn't, obviously you can't you can't go gung ho because you again you're playing against a good team. You can't go totally at it at it at it at it, and then you're going to end up conceding. Um, so there has to be a balance, obviously. But I mean, at at the same same time, I think we are at our best and we are the most dangerous. Um, when we're when we're taking the game to teams. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with, with any of what you said there, Ben. Uh, Jock, looking at the group as a whole, looking at the Europa League as a competition, I mentioned at the the start of the podcast that. Um, a lot of people felt that the Europa League is Rangers level and it's a level that we can compete in. It's, it's a competition that's gotten stronger and stronger, especially over the last few years. Um, we've been drawn in a group with Real Betis, Sparta Prague and Aris Limassol. What are your expectations? What are your hopes as we head into this campaign? Is it a, a, Are you expecting us to top the group? Are you, are you expecting... It to be us and Betis that go through. Is it going to be trickier than that? Where do you where do you stand? I think expectation is second. I think I think that's you know shouldn't be questioned. That's where we should be, you know, aiming for. Hope is obviously we top the group. Um, if you start the, the first game, and you beat the favourites at your at your home, and then we can try and you know we like to think we'll we'll, we'll take points away from home as well, at least in two of the games. Um, we should be qualifying and going through the next round, no problem from here. Um, a lot of these players in this squad still have that experience in the run from Seville, and you know, the, and they've, they've been in that sort of winning group. They know the the competition quite well. Um, players who brought in have played in this competition and the the the, 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 the one below the, the Conference League as well, and some have Champions League experience. So. My worry is is the the scar tissue still remaining for last year. I know it's it's, it's been talked about before on the on the podcast, but I think I think we need to sort of use this campaign in the Europa League to sort of exercise that and get rid of it and let these guys know that this is a different team from the team that was there last year at a higher level. So you know, don't think about that and go out and put your own mark on your European campaign this season. Um, we played some really good football in Europa League over the last couple of years, and it sort of helps us in the domestic front. So if we can use it tomorrow as a sort of kickstart and say, look, if we can do this against European teams, we can sure as hell do it against the domestic teams. So I'm, I'm saying hope, hope that we come out on top and we get the favourable draw in the next round. But my expectation is second. 
Yeah, Ben, we're going into this as the top seeds. I think it's fair, probably fair to say that the expectation has to be that we win the group. There's the added benefits you get in the in the next stages. If you do top the group, you're not faced with a team dropping down from the Champions League as, as, your, as your kind of first opponent there. It's going to be tricky. I, I won't deny that. But my expectation is that we should be winning this group. Do you agree with Jock that second is OK or is it aim for the top as always? I mean, aim for the top as always is, is right, but but I my my thinking is probably closer to Jock's. That I, I expect us to be second in this group, um, just given given the fact that they're a good side, um, but but also you know we're we're not playing well at the minute. Um, we haven't had a good start this season, so it's 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 difficult to see us just you know off and running. It could happen, and and hopefully it does. But um, I I feel I feel that that second is is realistic. Um, although I think tomorrow night is is very very big on that because I think if we did get a win and we get off to the win against what is our is our second second toughest game, um, of the group, you know if it sets you off really really well. Obviously, we'd like to be playing maybe Limassol first and get some points on the board. Um, but but if we manage to get three points, whatever way it comes, um. Then it sets you up really, really well, and then and then you're basically, you know, whereas if you if you're losing, if you lose tomorrow night, you're you're going to bed us thinking, right, we have to beat them away, um, to have a chance. Whereas if if you get the win there, you'd happily take a point, um, away. I think we would we would anyway, um, and and it's less pressure on you know the Prague games, um. So so I feel I feel it's not out of our capabilities to win the group. Um, but but I I, th- I think obviously we were we were first seeds, but I think that's sort of false. Um, I think a La Liga team to me should. I think if I was better, I'd be going in there thinking we, we should we should be winning this group. Yeah, uh, they are a La Liga team, and that naturally comes with the expectation. I uh, they were beaten five 0 by Barcelona. I imagine we'd be on the end of a similar result, if not worse, against Barcelona. If, if we are honest with us. With ourselves, um, just to pile on the positivity, I guess we've got Hugo Bear here saying I think we'll finish third, <laughs> and we've got Jim Gibson saying I think we'll be lucky to get third. This team don't have what it takes. Plus, these new signings are not good enough to play for Rangers. Jock, that seems a bit harsh on the on the on Jim's comment there, but you can see where he's coming from in terms of not having the confidence in the new signings just yet. Where do you stand on that? Yeah, I think I think it is harsh, but as us Rangers fans, just the way we are, our expectations is obviously very high, and some of these guys haven't hit those expectations. But then the team as a whole hasn't hit our expectations really. So I can understand where Jim's coming from. Am I right in saying that if you finish third in this, you you drop down into the Conference League? The conference League, yeah. So third, league. I wouldn't wouldn't exactly be a disaster now, would it? Because you still have European football, and it's still, it's still a European run we could go on and maybe get a wee day out. <laughs> no, I, uh, I think the Conference League has its place, but it should, definitely should not be a target. If you're in the Champions League and trying to get third place, then absolutely fine. You try to get into the Europa League, but when you're in the Europa League, you can't think of anything else apart from going through. In my opinion, it may just be me that thinks that, but we need to be even higher than the Conference League's a good. A good backup competition, I guess, for us, but it shouldn't be shouldn't be where we're where we're aiming. Um, ben, how important is success in this group? We saw the the other side of the coin last season, where 
heavy defeats in the Champions League week after week took took its toll on the squad, took its toll on the mentality of the team. Um, they really struggled to get back from that and and recover from the I guess the the um, the, the number of defeats it was and, and in some cases the manner of the defeat as well. How important is being in a competition, challenging in those games, getting some points on the board, doing well, how important can that be for Rangers this season? I think it's absolutely massively important. Um, I think I think for Rangers and for the fans to believe in this new team as such and for, for Michael Bale, um, you know, Confidence is low, um, and we need to we need to really find a winning mentality again from from this team, uh, and and that's only going to come from winning games. And as you've said, you know, last year it, it, there's no doubt that that you know conceding conceding six, conceding seven, um, is going to have a a, a knock on effect on confidence. Um, so so yeah, we we need to, and also last year. All right, you don't you don't like getting hammered, but you say right, okay, this isn't our level. We're not, but but now we're supposed to be at what is our level. So so we need to be competitive at our level and, and successful at our level. Um, you know, I, I understand what Jock's saying there about, about third, but I, I think third in this in this particular group, I think if there are some groups, you know, if we ended up getting um, Ajax and Brighton or, or something like that in the group, I could understand third being being. Not acceptable, but but I would understand it. But you know the two teams other than than Betis are are two teams that we should be beating, um, and and so I I think third is is real failure um, in this group. So I think I think it's important to the mentality. I think it's important to the group, and it's important for for the fans to be able to to see something from this team. Um, so so yeah, I think it's absolutely crucial. Yeah, Jock. Before I ask you um, your thoughts on that one, Chris Redhand. Uh, who is a subscriber to the TII YouTube channel? Make sure that, that you also subscribe if you're not. If you're enjoying the content, please uh, like the video as well. He asks if second place means an extra game next round as well. It does. Um, I think if I'm right in saying you take on a Champions League team that's finished yep. third in the Champions League group, um, that's how we played Dortmund in the Seville run, was because they finished third and we finished second uh, behind Leon. And uh, that's how we faced that task um, that we all thought for several months was was going to be the end of that run and how wrong we were. Uh, Jock, going back to um, this Europa League run and going back to how much confidence can build through a run or a couple of runs on that front uh, and a couple of positive results, how, how important do you think that is for, for us, especially given the way we started the season? Ben's it's massive. You need, you, need, you need to use these games you know, need to use these games to, to pick off teams, get some scalps. You know, if you can beat Bess, Ibrox, that's a massive scalp. Like you see, any any team that's coming from La Liga to Scotland is going to be expecting to, to come away with a good result. So if we can if we can, you know, lay down a marker now and and, and use that and use that to build going forward and to especially take it into the you know the cup game coming up soon as well. Get, get into that next round in that semi-final that's 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 what you want you want these big games build confidence and if the players put in good performances they're going to just they're going to you know they're going to take that into the domestic games so it's huge we can't underestimate it that 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 european run that we had fantastic you know and, and i said the fans need something to get behind as well and if they can start seeing performances at, at, at a big stage particularly european level you know it beats confidence around the whole club 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, hard to, hard to disagree with that one. Right, let's place a bit of focus on their opponents. Uh, Real Betis, putting your Spanish football knowledge to the test. Um Head coach is Manuel Pellegrini. We all we're all aware of him and, and his exploits at some of the top clubs around uh, around Europe, uh, likes of Man City, likes of Real Madrid, likes of Villarreal. Um, in terms of Real Betis in the league so far, five games played, seven points, scored five goals, conceded ten. Five of those were um, against Barcelona in the new camp. So I guess that that um, kind of skews the figures a little bit on that one. Um, We've never faced Real Betis in European competition, which is um, which is good because I hate playing the same teams over and over again in European competition. Um, feels like we've played Leon so many times. Feels like we've played Stuttgart so many times. Um, it's good to always play against against new teams. Um, a not so positive stat: uh, Rangers are winless in the last fifteen games against Spanish teams, drawn seven and lost eight. Uh, the last time we beat a Spanish team was. Before I was even born, um, we beat Osasuna 1-0 in September 1985 in the UEFA Cup. Um, Betis, I think it's safe to say, is similar to us. They've been hit by injuries, uh, but it looks as though, as Jock mentioned earlier, Claudio Bravo, who is their second-choice goalkeeper. Some of you might remember him from Barcelona. He was over. He was down at Manchester City as well for a bit. He's 40 years old now. Um, he got injured at the weekend um, in New Camp, but I, I, they think he's going to recover and, and time to start. So it will be him rather than the third-choice goalkeeper uh, that we're taking on. Others that they're expected to come back from injury are Mexico's Andres Guadardo, uh, Portugal's William Carvalho, and Spanish winger Aitor Ruibal. Um, so they're all expected to be fit as well. So it seems like they're getting some of their, some of their main players Back, Ben. Um, how do you assess Rangers' chances against Real Betis? I don't think we can walk past the fact that Real Betis have been an improving side for a number of seasons now, and and are um, one of the bet one of the better sides along with Real Sociedad um, challenging challenging the big names in that week. Yeah, um, no, they're 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 more than a decent side. Um, they've got some very good technical footballers. Um, Pellegrini's a good and an experienced manager. Um, obviously, I, I follow West Ham as well in, in, in English football, so he I, I thought he was finished when he left there, but he, he, he went to uh, Betis, and, and as I said earlier, he's got them the last 16, the, uh, the last two years. Um, you know, went out to Manchester United last year um, and then was, again, was unbeaten in a in a group with, with Roma, um, which, which, again, is very, very good. So yeah, I think I think they're they're difficult. I think they're going to be a difficult side. I mean, any any side that's going to finish um, sixth in La Liga is going to be a decent team. Um, you know, you've, you've named some good players there. Even I mean, William Carvalho is a very good player, um, very tidy on the ball. So I think if we, it, it, it all depends on our approach. It really, really, you know, going back to what we said earlier, I think if if we let them come and dictate the play, then you know they'll be very happy and they'll 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 settle. Um, 
Whereas if, if we are in their faces and we, we we try and take a game to them, um, you know, then then it stands us in a much better much better um position. I feel I feel I feel we can beat them. I certainly do. I don't I don't feel that there's there's no hope going in there. Um, I think it'll be difficult. Um, but but I I feel depending on our approach and and, and taking the most important thing is taking chances. Um, because uh, you know it's it's all right playing some Johnson and creating certain amount of chances and missing some of them because. Because you will most likely create more, but uh, against good teams like that, they, they'll punish you. They'll, they'll, you know. And if you don't take your chances, you might not get another one, or or, or they may have taken two by by the time you do. So yeah, I think I think our approach um, is key in it. But but I feel like we we have a chance, especially at home. Yeah, Jock. One of the uh, I completely agree with Ben there. One of the key the key themes of Michael Beale's press conference was that we're going to be on the front foot and we're going to take control of the game, as I think you would expect um, at the Europa League level for Rangers to do. Is that risky for us? Um, I realise I've just turned a really positive comment from Ben there into into a potential negative, but is that risky for us to open up and try and um, to, to try and play? Our football, given especially how much pace that Real Betis have within their team, and, and Ben's name, some of the quality there, William Carvalho in particular, in midfield. Um, I don't think that was a small transfer fee that they got him for. Um, is that is that dangerous, or, sh- or should we be expecting? Yes, we can go toe to toe with this team. We should be confident. We're going to we're going to take control of this game and win it. I think at Ibrox, we should be confident of going toe to toe with teams. Um... You know, it's it's the home games. It's, it's expected no matter where you are. You know, um, you you mentioned there that in the league there they've 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 um scored five and conceded ten, and they've conceded five in the last game against Barcelona. But I went and checked and seen how they did last season in their league, and if I got this right, they scored forty six, but they conceded forty one. So they're not a big scoring team, but they don't concede many goals either. So the the games are very very tight. So it shows you they're probably good defensively and they're probably good at controlling games. So we might have uh, you know, a bit of a battle on our hands to get the ball tomorrow because I think they'd be happy enough to come with us and just sit and spray the ball right and keep hold of the ball and it'd be on us to open up, to go after them, to chase after them and then that's when they could pick you off. So going toe-to-toe, I think we might have to. And go man for man and 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 see how it goes. But the um your guy Chris there says in the chat they do have a hell of a midfield and some of the talent and some of the technical ability in that midfield to pick through balls and pick passes. I think we will have to be on it tomorrow. Yeah, we absolutely will, and I don't think there are any doubt that we'll need to be playing at our best given uh, given how we've started this season. One to get the fans on side, getting the fans on side can be a major factor. Tomorrow night, I think there's a lot of scepticism amongst fans at the moment as to whether this team can actually deliver. And tomorrow night is a perfect opportunity for them to show that they can on uh, on one of the bigger stages and against one of the better teams that we'll face this season. We've touched heavily on the midfield so far, Ben. Interested in how you think we'll, we'll set up tomorrow night, especially given the injuries that, that we're facing and what your starting lineup will be. Yeah, um, so... Obviously, goalkeeper picks himself with Butland, um, of of Tav, Golson, and then it was tough. I must admit between Suter and Davies, um, because I thought Davies had a good game at the weekend, um, but but I've gone for Suter. I just prefer him. Um, Borna is basically the only left back we have in the European squad, um, 
so he he's there. And then I've gone Jack Lundstrom and Fuentes. Um, I've gone Matondo on the left, Kimar Roof on the on the right, uh, and then I've gone Sima up front. The only reason I haven't put Lawrence in there is I'm just concerned about him playing again. Um, you know, starting again in such short space of time, uh, given how long he was out. If 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 he's comfortable and he's able to play, I would definitely 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 have him in there. Um. I wouldn't be against having him in the midfield, but I think he is obviously better in the front three. Um, but given given the fact that we have injuries and stuff in the midfield, I, I could could see him doing a job in there too. Yeah, you kind of got you're going for pace um, out wide there. Do you think that's going to be a key factor? Yeah, I do. I do. I think. I think that as I said, I'm you know I'm basing it on the on the Europa League. Previously, and I think pace. You know, even if it was Ryan Kent running that, running that teams committing them, making. I think he won a few penalties, uh, penalty to Rangers shock. But um, you know, I feel I feel that um, you know Matondo is an improving player, um, and, and his pace and his is you know his unpredictability can be can be his uh, downfall at times, but it can also be an asset to us. Um, and defenders will be worried about it. They will have seen him. You know, they'll have looked at him against against PSV they'll have looked at him the other day when he went through um you know and, and his co- he's confident at this minute in time um even from hearing him in the in the press conference today he does sound confident um and, and I feel I feel that to be able to as Jock said they will have a lot of the ball they will try and pass you to death so I feel like us having that counter having that um pace and, and being able to, to for him to be able to run in behind and give them something to think about I think I think will be very important. Yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment. Jock, looking for your starting 11, do you agree in terms of the importance of pace in there? Do you agree that Tom Lawrence maybe won't feature from the start, given he played um, so much of the game at the weekend? Can you give us your your thoughts on, on that start lineup? So it's near identically Ben's, but I'm putting Davies in instead of Suter. Um, just because I think, I think Suter... In the European games, I don't know. I just think they might tar- target him about set pieces. Um, so I think I'll stick with Davies. And then I'm starting uh, Lawrence. Um, I'd have Lawrence. I'd go Lawrence, Lundstrom, Cifuentes in the midfield. Stick with the same front eggs. Pace, I think Pace, their they're fullbacks, Be- Bellerin. What is it, Bellerin? Boys play yeah, for yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, he's, he's play for Arsenal, yeah. He's not, he's not the youngest anymore. So uh, he's the sort of p- player we can target down the sides. Um, space is key. And Lawrence, Lawrence was brilliant in the, the games against PSV when they did feature in Europe last last year. You know, he scored that you know the, the dodgy free kick. The keeper spelled it, but he also h- hit the bar away. Um, I think before we scored as well, didn't he? From outside the box, so he has that. I think that's something we might need to to try and use tomorrow. Ibrox is as shots from outside the area, and he has that ability. You know, he's done it before. We've seen it only in short draft until he got injured last season. I think he'd be right up for this. I'm, I'm putting Lawrence in. I want him in that midfield because um, he made he made a good bit of difference under there um, when he changed position at the weekend. He set up um, he set up Matondo with a goal. So if they two can keep that going on that side, I think I think they can do some damage. Yeah, I'm not. I can't agree with that. I don't think in terms of Lawrence being in the midfield, I'm not a huge fan of, of that for, the, for a game like we're expecting tomorrow. But I'm also aware that a, a midfield of 
Winstrom, Jack, and Sifuentes might be far too defensive to get us to get us forward and to play the the kind of creative, incisive passes that we that we want to see from that. So, um, so yeah, it'll be a really interesting one on that front. Let's end on a positive note with some score predictions. Um, Jock, I'll come to you first for that one. I'm gonna say three one Rangers. Three after saying that Betis don't score or concede too many goals, you're going for three one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think we'll get I think we'll get a we'll get a good VAR penalty and we'll get a, a proper penalty. So we'll get two dodgy penalties and then uh, uh Lawrence <laughs> twenty five yards underside the bar then. I wins, I wins, I wins, I win. I'll take it, I'll take it anyway it comes. Ben, what about yourself? I'm gonna say we'll win two one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. I think it'll be a tight game. I think uh um if we go for two one as well, but let's go for one 0 uh, to Rangers. It'll be a tight game, but we'll get the three points we need and get ourselves off to a good start. Um, I think we'll we'll round it off there. Thank you very much to you both for joining us. Thank you very much to everyone for listening. If you've if you've enjoyed the content, please subscribe to the TII YouTube channel and drop a like on the video as well. It really does help us in terms of what we've got coming up. Um, the guys will be live from the gantry I believe it's Ross and Tommy will be live from the gantry tomorrow night following the um, following the conclusion of the game to give their immediate post-match reaction thoughts we'll then be on to the weekend and we'll be live from the gantry again I think it'll be me and Kyle this time as Rangers take on Motherwell on Sunday afternoon um, interesting which game is more important this week um, I'll leave that up to yourselves to judge but yes thank you very much everyone for listening uh, keep your eye on the TII YouTube channel for the latest content and until next time goodbye Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.